Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. I welcome you into another episode of Mississippi Magic. You know, long before the Super Bowl and football, during a time when the pitchers and the young sport of organized baseball were still throwing underhanded, there was a world championship event that drew some of the most famous and infamous people to a couple of secluded spots on the world map. Those secluded spots were isolated in the backwoods of a heavily wooded pine forest. Yes, you guessed it. In Mississippi. And while we hear about the most famous one of all, the last one, there was another that came seven years earlier that also made news in another Mississippi location. More bare facts about a world championship that will never be repeated again. One that was so incredible, an historic marker still resides today. More on that bit of history, but first this word from our sponsor, Divinity Equipment. Let's say you're just about ready to pull the trigger on that new RTV. Congratulations. Well, our friends at Divinity have got good news because the Kubota RTV X1100C is without equal. And it's priced right with financing that's hard to turn down. It's built from the ground up to give you luxurious driving comfort, not beat you to death. It's the first utility vehicle in the industry to offer factory-installed climate control cab. And you'll know you've made the right choice when you get out of an icy, cold, duck blind, or deer stand. Plus, that Kubota Comfort comes with the power of a 24.8 horsepower engine with exclusive variable hydro transmission and standard four-wheel drive. Even more comfort and peace of mind when you add a standard two-year, thousand-hour warranty with hard-to-turn-down price and financing. By the way, the X1100C comes in orange or real tree camo. Come take one home at Divinity and get a Divinity deal on Highway 51 North in Madison and also in Jackson. Check out a bit of Mississippi magic at DivinityEquipment.com. And now back to Mississippi's World Championship. They came from England and Ireland, New York and Missouri, all to watch a championship that created as much fan loyalty and fever than anything present today. It was a boxing match. For the first time, newspapers around the world carried extensive pre-fight coverage, which included reporting on the fighters' training and speculating on where, where this bout would take place. July the 8th, 1889, an estimated 3,000 spectators boarded special trains for the secret location. The frenzy and devotion were even more shocking because boxing was pretty much still illegal across the country in 1889. So the promoters were tasked with keeping the fight's location a closely held secret until the last possible moment. The train cars were so jam-packed that some of the fans were riding on the top. There were reports the police were using billy clubs and firing warning shots in the air, but still, still the diehard fans refused to retreat. They were all destined to arrive by any method in the early morning hours on that steamy, hot July day to witness the heavyweight championship of the world. Where could it be? They were headed to a remote and heavily wooded pine forest location called Richburg, now a place consumed by the expansion of our growing city of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. 
That location was chosen above every other spot in America. Richburg was the private domain of one Colonel Charles Rich. Mr. Rich owned 30,000 acres of pine trees, and his sawmill turned those into a lot of dollars. And those dollars later turned Charles into the mayor of Hattiesburg. Now, the fear of being arrested was well worth the price of any famous or infamous spectators because this was supposed to be the fight of fights. And history records, it did not disappoint. The fight of a lifetime featured the legendary Boston strong boy, John L. Sullivan, one of the world's highest paid athletes of his day, taking on a guy by the name of Jake Kilrain. It was a surreal scene in the middle of the Mississippi woods. Thousands of heavily armed and frenzied sports fans breathlessly waited for the bell to ring in round one. John L. Sullivan and Jake Kilrain were ready in a ring with four post ropes and a Mississippi dirt floor. Now you should know that the fight was held under the old London prize ring rules. Which meant, one, you fight till you can't fight anymore. Number two, no limit on the number of rounds. Number three, no time on each round. Rounds ended when one man temporarily went down. And if that happens, the rest period was 30 seconds, no more. And then the time comes. July the 8th, 1889, 10.30 in the morning. The clanging bell means it's time to introduce the boxers. That bell in the forest would have been heard for miles, but now almost muffled in a background of thousands of screaming fans. And then it's on. The archives of the press history recorded that in the early rounds, it looked like John L. Sullivan's trainer failed to keep him from his favorite liquor the night before. But the legend gained a second win after vomiting his refreshment of whiskey mixed with tea during a 30-second break of the 44th round. And by now, the heat of that July sun in Mississippi was taking a toll on even the spectators. Vendors appeared, selling a glass of warm beer for the outrageous price of 25 cents per glass. In the ring, Sullivan and Kilrain were in an epic boxing battle that continued as temperatures neared 100 degrees from round 50 to 55 to round 60, 65, 66 to round 70. Both men bruised and bloodied and moving in slow motion to round 71, 72, round 73, round 74. A doctor on scene can stand it no longer. He rushes over to the Kilrain corner man and screams to him that if you let Kilrain go much longer, he will surely die. But fight goes on. Round 75, Kilrain now loses control of his legs, his balance. He's described as delirious. And then Kilrain goes to his knees, totally defeated by the heavyweight boxing champion of the world, John L. Sullivan. When the bell clanged loudly that the historic bout was complete, the maddening crowd ripped up everything in sight for mementos of history. They took pieces of the ring's corner posts, cut up pieces of the ropes. They even dug out and saved patches of Mississippi sod. And at the same time, the entire nation and world were waiting for word of the outcome. And thanks to the magic of modern technology called the telegraph, now used around the world. Within the next few minutes, the results were known from London to New York to the White House, where President Benjamin Harrison had requested personally an official notification upon completion of the match. As for the champion, the celebration was short-lived. As soon as the fight was over, a swarm of uniformed police surrounded John L. Sullivan and arrested him. Well, 
not willingly. Records show that after 75 rounds in the 100-degree Mississippi heat, it took 16 police officers to complete the task of bringing the champion to the mat. Now, most of you know that the two things that make this story even more incredible. Number one, that it was the last boxing match of its kind. And number two, that kind of boxing match, the one that went 75 brutal rounds, was with bare knuckles, no gloves, and very few rules. And I should note here that since 1889, bare knuckle boxing was banned by federal and or state laws. And did you know that changed recently in March of 2018 when Wyoming legalized the sport of bare-knuckle boxing again? Since then, New Hampshire has followed suit, and one more state has also done so. That state? Mississippi. As for the exact location, which many believe is still in question, most say it was at the intersection of Sullivan, Kilrain, and Richburg Roads in Hattiesburg. But, as I mentioned at the beginning, it wasn't the only time that Mississippi hosted an illegal bare-knuckles boxing match with the famous and the infamous. In 1882, seven years earlier and a bit over 70 miles south, in another rural place near Gulfport called Mississippi City. This battle was a fire starter that launched the sport to a worldwide phenomenon. And in a lot of ways, it was the reason for the final climax at Richburg, Mississippi. Here's what happened then. Some in the media were calling a boxer by the name of Patty Ryan the champ, even though in 1882 there were really no formal titles. And that matchup drew the attention of the famous and the infamous around the country and around the world. For instance, the famous Henry Ward Beecher. He grabbed his Bible and his boxing news and set out for a 1,000-mile journey from New York to Mississippi City. The legendary writer Oscar Wilde shelled out a fortune to travel from England on an ocean trip of 4,000 miles that took him two weeks total time for ringside on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And along with the famous was the infamous, taking his life in his hands and traveling through the backwoods from Missouri through Arkansas and into Mississippi. A distance of over 400 miles just to watch John L. Sullivan dispatch Patty Ryan in just nine rounds. For this infamous fan, it was the final Mississippi Bare Knuckles fight he would see. Because just two months later, while hanging a picture on the wall of his Missouri home, he was shot in the back of the head, a head that had a bounty attached, dead or alive, of $10,000. The Bare Knuckles boxing fan's name was James. Jesse James. And those are the bare facts that really happened in a state whose history is replete with fascinating stories, all laced with a bit of Mississippi magic. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.